Welcome to issue 152 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel, and joining me tonight is Mike. How are you? Hi, Daniel. I'm doing well. You know, it's been a long time since I've been on the show. Yeah, is your um, six-month birthday come to an end? Well, six months has been that long. I just had one of those Thor's seems like it. The fridge. I thought it was out for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been it's been about six months, Mike. Jeez. Okay. All right. Well, hey, good to hear you. Good to hear you. And also with us tonight, Mike, is our good friend and fearless leader, Steve. How are you, sir? I'm shockingly good. Shockingly good. Oh, that's a mm-hmm. that's a hint. Okay. That's a hint. I'm yeah. I'm all uh, electrified for tonight's show or something. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I've lost my mojo because Mike was gone for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I think I got it in the mail actually. It's oh. a good set. <laughs> um, fantastic. Well, Steve, what are we doing tonight? We are going to take a look at a very special modular set. It's Zach's. Zach's comes in the back. Zach's. Zach's. He's comes in one of the hero packs. Uh, is it Nova? <laughs> it comes in Nova, right? Uh, uh I thought Armadillo oh, was man. first, and then Zach's. I think Zach's. I want to see Riri Williams. Ironheart. I think that's right. That I'm just right. pulling out of my for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this Why is a start weird now, set. Steve? Why start now? Yeah, uh, this is one of those odd back-of-the-pack pa- modulars. Instead of getting additional hero cards, FFG has finally listened to us and said, hey, you know what? These villains need more cards. Boom! Here he is. There we are. Yeah. And they and were right. We were right. These are fun sets. Yes. I mean, don't all clear at once or anything. Uh, no, I... I, I can't wait to tell you about Armadillo someday. <laughs> yeah, Armadillo will be coming up soon. Oh, hey. hey guys, you want to hear about Zach's? Yeah, let's hear about Zach's. I've never, I've never even heard of Zach's. Oh boy, oh boy. You know, Daniel, uh, we didn't know you were going to be on the show tonight. Folks, Daniel okay. is actually not at home. He is inside a bathroom, as you can hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is, he's joining us on vacation. Um, hope you're having a good time, buddy. Uh, glad sure. you could come on. Yes, you it's on, a, but uh, you said you were going to miss this one. And I was like, well, you know, that's okay. That's okay because I don't think Daniel would like this this story, anyways. And now here you are. So now I have to make this oh. sound good. Well, what do we like to hear? We like to hear villains' motivations, backstory. Sure. You know what makes them tick. And this um, isn't a, a heart wrenching, tear jerking story of redemption. I'm afraid not. Uh, due to the <laughs> very nature of what Zach's is. Oh, no. Okay. Well, let me explain. Okay. We're going to go back to The Incredible Hulk, number 166, published in 1973. New York. We enter. Scene. A nuclear power plant. A group of anarchists chanting, power to the people, doing the exact opposite by sabotaging the plant. They blow up a dynamo. And the damage that follows starts a, quote, chain reaction in the atomic chamber which is the worst reaction to have an atomic chamber, by the way. This energy... Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. The energy builds and builds to the point of breaking, but doesn't explode. 
it coalesces. Quoting one of the workers who is at this power plant and is saying this as he's watching it, this is an unknown form of fusion. He knows this. Yes, I am going to rip on these 70s comics. People closest to this unknown form of fusion are vaporized instantly, and then the energy starts to take form. It becomes humanoid, and oddly enough, develops a taste for human brains. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't a zombie. He's okay. not in it for the meat. He's okay. feeding off the brain waves because he's a being of pure energy. Okay. Right? Gotcha. Okay. And by doing so, it's absorbing the memories, the knowledge, and even the personality of its victims. So, sorry guys, I can't give you a deep backstory because he, he's not a, he's only a sentient being because he has absorbed sentience. And that okay. changes with every person he absorbs. This is Zax. He's an insatiable killer composed of pure electricity or energy. It seems to kind of go back and forth a bit, but he, they treat him like he's electricity. Okay. Now in this era, Hawkeye has left the Avengers to prove that he can be a hero all on his own. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> you all right there, Steve? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You go do that, Hawkeye. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Has yeah. he ever been able to do that? I, I don't know. Well, he's trying to prove it to people and apparently himself. See, the bow wielder and the only non-powered person on the team has a problem with being taken seriously. Go figure. Huh. He sees okay. Zax on the news and says, this is his chance. This is my chance to shine. So he grabs his bow and arrow and rushes off to save the, the time for Hawkeye to show exactly. his qualities. Exactly. Okay. Uh, but, oh, the Hulk has beaten him to it. Oh. And apparently he brought along a bow and arrow to fight against electricity. Wait, Hulk brought the bow? <laughs> no, no. Hawkeye, Hawkeye brought the bow and arrow. He's going to save the day, but he, yeah. Shoot mm. the electricity with his arrow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He does at one point try to extinguish it with, apparently he has a fire extinguisher arrow. Doesn't really work. Okay. But, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's fun to laugh at Hawkeye, but the Hulk can't actually do very much either. In fact, it ends up being a stalemate. See, he can't hurt Zax because Zax is electricity. Mm -hmm. And Zax can't absorb Hulk's mind because, well, the narrator says it's because he's too super or something, but we all know it's because he's too stupid. He's got no brain. Yep. Now, Hawkeye actually does manage to stop Zax, believe it or not. Aww. I know. He fires an arrow tethered to a metal wire through Zax and into the bay, thus shorting out Zax and causing it to dissipate. Well, I was going to suggest using a water cannon or something. Okay. Yeah, no, the, the water itself doesn't, doesn't always work. It's, that's it's usually be... bad to mix water and electricity, but... Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's the really funny part. Hawkeye doesn't get any of the credit. See, he was oh. just hiding in the back shooting arrows while Hulk was in the fray. So the onlooker, onlookers thought that Hulk did something. So, sorry, Hawkeye. Better luck next time. <laughs> oh. I like Zag right. so far. This is good. I like these kind <laughs> of creatures. Now and then you need this, right? Yeah, so far, this is a comedy. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So I mean, the brain eating thing, whatever is. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. So he's gone forever, right? Well, oh, of course. Okay, he's gone for two years. He comes back in the Incredible Hulk number 183 in 1975. Bruce Banner's having a rough go. He keeps waking up in strange places because the Hulk can't sit still and chases everything that moves. Have you guys seen Moon Knight? Yes. Disney Plus, where he just kind of yeah. like wakes up and where the hell am I? It's like that. Yeah. Like right. that. Okay. <laughs> so he wakes up in Chicago, naked and penniless, and says, "Well, guess I better get a job to get back on my feet." 
Because most people are looking to hire a naked, penniless guy. Well, yeah. Well, he finds a job yeah. right away as a janitor oh, okay. Okay. in a high-tech research facility. And there they are on the cusp of a major breakthrough. They have a device pointed to the stars that will collect residual brainwaves from everyone who has ever existed hmm. and therefore know what they thought. I feel like there's a big enough question mark to really do this justice, but that's the thing. <laughs> so, wait. yeah. Wait, never mind. Device nope. pointed at the stars collecting brainwaves. I have a question too, but I don't know how to frame it. Okay. <laughs> the giant question mark, yeah. <laughs> okay, so they're on the cusp because it's not quite working. But thank goodness, Bruce Banner just happens to walk in, whoop, didn't know anyone was here, and points out right away that their problem is that they need to increase the power output of their alternating magnetotron. Okay, Which, yes. Oh, Technobabble. Technobabble. So what happens next should be obvious to anyone except the world's greatest scientist. When fired up, the device starts collecting scattered brainwaves, thus recreating the being known as Zax, who is made entirely of brainwaves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember him from two years ago? Yeah, he's back. So <laughs> one of the scientists is immediately vaporized, and Zax absorbs his personality. And this begins a weird damsel in distress storyline, because it turns out the three scientists, there was two men and a woman, involved in a love triangle, and now Zax is pining over the woman. And there's a dramatic <laughs> fight scene, reminiscent of King Kong, where he actually picks her up and carries her to the top of a building and gets shot at by people in helicopters. It's weird. Uh, he ends up going out the same way he did last time. He gets shot at with a tethered harpoon, and because it's raining something, something, whatever, he's gone now. And Found everyone it, yeah. goes home happy. Yeah, that's... He's fine fighting in the rain, but in... then he gets shot with a harpoon, and then he dissipates. So it seems like Zax is sort of easy to defeat. A little bit, but then or He's got a very obvious Achilles heel kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, but, but then they forget about that. So those are the early stories, and I haven't delved too much into the later ones. I did read uh, a run-in shortly thereafter with Luke Cage, who was going by Power Man at the time. It's also weird, and this time Zax is destroyed in an explosion, because apparently that's possible. No one actually looks to see that is possible. He's just, whoop, he exploded. Guess I'll <laughs> go on to the next adventure. Uh, Zax returns. He's got a Red Hulk storyline, and at one point, Modoc takes control of it. But I'll be honest, I didn't really get far into those. The Hulk stuff is weird, even for me. So I'll leave that as something for an avid listener to, to look at and decipher. Well, there's your invitation again, Scarlet Roadie. Yeah. So that's um, Zax. That's Zax. Huh. Well, I like that he's capable of love. <laughs> A little bit. He has to steal it first. Right. Don't we all, Mike? Don't we all? Um, I do like <laughs> if he's absorbing the brainwaves of somebody who's good he'll be good if they're bad they're bad like yeah right but, but his motivation is always to learn more so he's he's got this always badness to him because he's, he's always trying to learn and absorb more yeah yeah but I feel like uh sort of like a force of nature right just you can't control that just doing its thing exactly exactly right so yeah. when he has you the mean most, he's you to mean exactly <laughs> Exactly. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you. So, 
a guy like Zach's and guys like Armadillo, are they, they're not in like the Riri pack for any reason other than they might not be someone's nemesis. Correct. Like, yeah. I mean, it seems like this guy could have been in Hulk back in the day, but. I think it's a good, it's a good spot to put things because like, is Zach's ever going to appear in any campaign? Doubtful. Is he right. a nemesis? No. So where do you put him? Where do you put people right. like, hey, we're still hoping for Pace Pot Pete? Yeah. Right. Where's he going to go? Yeah. And in, in, in their article, they just say it's a, it's a bonus modular set. And they kind of tell you, you know, it's a sentient creature, of sentient energy or whatever. It doesn't tell you. Right. It doesn't have any connection or whatever. I think it's it's neat because you're right. It's not going to show up in a campaign. Maybe you'd get it in like a scenario pack that had a ton of modulars. But it'd have to fit the right theme. Uh, this is great to just have this random whatever that you can throw in. I think it's cool. Right. Great idea. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Because it, the heroes don't need any more tools. They don't need any more cards. So. It is found in the Ironheart pack in the Sinister Motives wave. <laughs> there are seven cards and five by title. Mike, why don't you read us Zax? Indeed. This is Zax. He is a minion. Criminal traded. Of all what? things. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch. I think it's even weirder when we see people that should be criminals that aren't, and yet Zax is a criminal. But sure, why not? Boy, he's stealing people's brains. He's always stealing. Yep. That's his <laughs> ah, nature. That's his nature. Okay. I, yeah. I quibble with the trait already. I mean, not every criminal is it's not like a it's not a tribe, really. Criminals are in it for their own their own gain. So I guess, but this set already gets a D from me, so <laughs> He's constantly breaking the law, which makes it a criminal. But isn't he? A, he's not a. He's not a thinker, is he? He's not. He's. Isn't no. he just a? Like you said, you call him a force of nature, and is he just sort of a thing that happens? Well, he yeah. exists because he's absorbed it. So he he's absorbing knowledge. He's absorbing <clears throat> wisdom. He's got a goal, and his goal is to absorb everything. So what what traits does absorbing man have? Uh, they should have the same. Well, he doesn't absorb <laughs> metal. <brave. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just absorbs his environment. He doesn't absorb brains. I don't know. Yeah, the actual... vaporize people. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a tough, it, it's a tough trait. But go on, give us. Actually, a I, it's probably going to be an A now that I look at the art of the next card. But go ahead, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this is a two scheme, two attack minion, four hit points. Oh, I can I can hear Mustafa screaming already. But wait, there's a star next to that attack. Zax gets plus X attack, and plus X hit points, where X oh. is equal to the total number of energy resources on cards the engaged player controls. Wow. Okay. It's a special boost if you have at least two energy resources in your hand, put Zax into play engaged with you. Oh, I like that. It's neat, isn't it? Like, very thematic. I like these targeted kind of bad guys. Yeah, that's... that's they go at a thing. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everyone has an energy resource on a card in front of them. I mean, at least one. Now, Mike, a lot of times I'll ask you what you think of a, of a minion, and you say something flip like, well, I think he's got a blank text box. <laughs> so <laughs> what do you think of Zax? He's so situational. I, I yeah. guess that, that boost is neat. He could come out. It's weird because whenever he, whether he flip flops or not, it's so thematic, right? If you have something for him to absorb, he's going to go after you. So I really like that boost effect. Uh, he could be a... I mean, he's only a blank text box if you have new energy in your hand. Right, like Riri Williams, who he comes with. But she might. I mean, she might. it's typically a protection thing, but if you look at any hero kit, 
the icons are pretty evenly distributed. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So you, you've got them. So Ironheart has five cards with an energy that she could have in her hand because they're events. Okay. So she could okay. have them in her hand. Wow. I mean, the best part about the boost effect is if he comes in, it's because you have a lot of those things, and then he attacks you, and he's worse because you have a lot of those things. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I oh, yeah. love this, it. This will synergize later, but in you can also do some weird things if you're playing multiplayer, like if Thor empties his hand and pulls Zax towards him, suddenly Zax could actually die just by re-engaging if he happens to have more damage hmm. on him than his base four hit points. All right. Yep. Oh yeah. So there's some weird things you can do there, but again, you've you've taken Zax away from his food source, so it's neat. I I can't quibble with the design. It's really cool. It certainly is unpredictable. Like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, Daniel, you love this next artwork, so why don't you take it? Okay, this is an environment card uh, called Air Static. It is a condition. Forced interrupt. When the villain phase begins, deal two indirect damage to each player with a lightning bolt resource in their hand and or on a card they control. And as a hero action, choose to either discard a card you control with a printed uh, lightning bolt or take two indirect damage. Discard this card. And it has two boost. Oh, that's cool. Isn't it? And Tell of course, the audience why you like the art. Yeah, it's Iron Man falling to his knees all electrified. It's great. Yep. So he looks like he's in serious pain and discomfort. So an environment. Now, yeah, it'll that's just shuffled into the deck, right? And it'll sit out right, there forever? Right. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, Until you use the hero action, but yep. Yeah, yeah if it, it comes out, and then every villain phase, it's going to do two indirect damage to everybody. I mean, most people are going to have a energy resource in their hand or a card they control, so yeah. somebody's going to have to take action to get rid of it right away. This is not sitting around a long time. No. Yeah, the the only time this is ever immune is if you have to be playing one of those weird Hulk ally decks where you have nothing but physical resources in your deck. <laughs> but then you have another problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could be doing like um, you could be going for like all mental resources for like an Ironheart kind of thing, maybe. Oh yeah, or for a, a wasp yeah. deck. Yeah. Yep. But even still, the kit, the base kit has a range of re of resource icons. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So, and it is printed um, energy resource for the hero action, so you you can't use oh, wilds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. And I guess anyone can just take two damage. That's fine. Yeah. So basically, you're taking the force interrupt for the next turn. Yeah. All right. Let me guys tell you about this next card. A wire. There are two of these. It is an attachment attached to your identity. Treat the printed resource of each card in your hand. As if it were an energy resource. Ooh. Hero, yeah, hero action. <laughs> Choose to either discard a card you control with a printed energy resource, or take two indirect damage. Discard this card and one boost icon. So it treats every card in your hand as if it were an, a printed energy, and then you can use one of them to get rid of haywire. Right? Yeah, you yeah. could also use it to get rid of air static. Yep, because it's now an energy. Hmm. Yep, it makes Zax worse, but. Yeah, other than that, what minor, right? Yeah, if you're engaged with Zax and Haywire, you end up with Haywire. Zax is now like getting plus five, plus five, or something like that because your yep. whole hand is energy. Yeah, it's just so easy to get rid of. Yeah, it's just but a minor. Would... It's a minor resource suck, right? That's it. But it's also a minor inconvenience, right? I mean, that's it. It's too bad it's... it doesn't surge because then it might surge into one of these ones where it's like 
it's looking at what you have in your hand. Mm. So, and energy surges, electricity can surge. Maybe if it required you to exhaust yeah. something, it, it just seems very, I mean, you would just be like, all right, I'm getting rid of this. Mm -hmm. like, yep. hmm. I don't know. But why would you keep that there, Daniel? Why wouldn't you just keep it? Why, why would you get rid of it? Who cares if Zax has a few hit points, right? Sure. Totally. Hey, hey, if you're playing Iron Man and you want to do the repulsor blast where you, you know, you want energy resources. That doesn't work. Oh, because they're not in your hand. Because they're right. not in your hand. It's not your you're deck. Right. It's only the cards <laughs> in your hand that do it. Well, it also it nullifies your ability to get rid of those uh, attachments on the villain that say discard a fist and an energy or something. Yep. It also messes with cards like the Spider-Man where you have to pay one of each resource or any card that has a requirement with a special yep. resource. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. And then there's Z -Z -Z Zap. Oh. <laughs> right. There's two copies of this treachery. Uh, when revealed, take indirect damage equal to the total number of energy resources in your hand. If your identity was dealt one or fewer damage this way, this card <laughs> gains Surge and has one boost icon. Well, that's nice. Yeah. So maybe I like that because it just are. randomly hoses people. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, whether you're haywired or have Zacks in front of you, it doesn't matter. It's sort of yep. like, what? I'm just I, standing here. I just recorded a game where I had Haywire come out, and I said, ah, sure, whatever, I'll get rid of it now. And then Zap came out the next turn, and I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Haywire needs Surge, because it doesn't yeah. really do anything the turn it comes out. And then it would surge into, could surge into Zap or Zax or any of these ones that, yeah, should have surge. That would be a nice double whammy. Yeah. Oh. Well, well one these line. guys are always trying to do something, right? Yeah. Should I tell you about it? Sure. What is he trying to do? He's trying to make a feedback loop. It's a side scheme. Zax controls the city's power supply and it's causing havoc within the system. When revealed, each player must place threat here equal to the total number of lightning bolt resources in their hand and on cards they control. It comes with an acceleration icon, and it starts with two threat, and it has three boost icons. So that can be pretty high up there. It can. That's a lot of threat for an acceleration icon. Especially if you've all left Haywire in front of you. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, there's max two <laughs> with the deck, but yeah, that could be a heck of a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, multiplayer game. Player one gets haywire. Player two gets feedback loop. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a lot of threat. Now, Mike, did you say that Zax might be a little bit worse against protection people? Well, protection tends to have more cards that trigger off of energy resources, just like aggression triggers off fist and and justice triggers off uh, intellect. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because it's like nerve. Like, look at the at the card. They're um the resource card they have. They always give the the resource that your cards trigger off of. And for the most mm -hmm. part, it's if you paid for this defense card using an energy resource, you have this extra kicker. So protection yeah, the, is enticed to put energy in their deck. Was it the Nova protection ally? You spend an energy to do damage, things like that. Yeah, yeah Nightcrawler, okay. you spend an, an energy to bring him back to your hand. Oh, yeah, Nightcrawler, so good. Yeah, look at the kickers. It's They're skewed towards a certain energy. Well, then Zax is in some way a blessing for those decks. But it's also a curse because you have more of those sure. in your hand. Sure, but you know you can always manipulate things and then just take two damage to get rid of it. I don't know, guys. Uh, well, it's, it's easier, yeah, in a sense, but you you have more threat here. Zax always has more hit points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You always take more damage from Zap. <laughs> have either of you played against this guy? 
Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I, I liked shuffling him into um, scenarios when I wasn't sure what I wanted to play. I'm like, I'll just play Zax. So. Yeah, he doesn't really require you to build any different. He's got a mix of everything. Yeah, I've had good and bad results with him. So. Wait, and when you say good and bad, what do you mean in this case? Like uh, fun, like, not fun, or kicked your butt, yeah. didn't kick your butt. Yeah, uh, strong or not strong. Like, okay. Yeah, I've had sometimes it's like, ah, oh, whatever, no big deal. And other times mm -hmm. it's like, holy cow, what just happened? So. Well, that's good. I like mod sets that are are a little inconsistent. Actually, I I think that's good for them. Yeah, it can be a little random. So yeah, especially if you don't get rid of Zax on the turn he comes out, because then he might have more or less hit points the next turn. Yep. Yeah, he never drops below four, right? But he can yeah. just get bigger. Yeah. His attack can get pretty good size. So. Uh, this is another like theme A plus. Uh, but I mean, clearly it was built to not be the most powerful. It's kind of average. Sure. Let's give it a B plus. It could be stronger. I can see where they they pulled their punches. I'm giving it a B minus because the cool cards are easy to get rid of. Yeah, this is sort of like uh, don't play bomb scare. Put in Zax, hmm. and then you might oh. have a, you might have a game or two where like, oops, I played Zax, but you know <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna have in general you're gonna have a a good time of it, I think. Folks, if you ever wondered what the phrase damned by faint praise meant, Steve just did it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this into the, my next game. I like it. Hey Steve, it's your turn this time. Ooh. How do the folks get a hold of us? Well, if they want to tell us about the most shocking game of Marvel Champions that they have played. They can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardain, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Zax! Take us out! Let me get another brew. <laughs> no, they're they're gone. They're over with. It sent them yeah. back to Asgard. Well, I thought Steve just took them when he was here. <laughs> yeah, that guy downed them like water. Well, it makes I mean, I figures none of his Norwegian stuff was making any sense. <laughs> Jeez. I, I I drank one and it knocked me on my Asgard. <laughs> I swear, though, Steve, you might want to re-record Zach's Take Us Out, because I heard Max Take Us Out. Zach, take us out. <laughs> it, did not sound like, it did not sound like Zach's. <laughs> did it sound like Zach's that time? No, it sounded like Max again. Really? Yeah. I'm not to saying me, Max. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not to Max? my... Max? That's Max. Max. You're saying Max. That was Max. <laughs> okay. Zax, take us out. That worked. That worked well. Is it Zax uh, or Zach? Zax. <laughs> <laughs>